0: Hello again Timberwolves fans. Are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? I am your host Paladino Joey or Joey Awajian and it is episode number 59 of Timberwolves Explosion. Yes, we have reached Well, we are just one more episode for number 60. And Timberwolves Explosion is available on the sportstuff.com and on iTunes along with Timberwolvespress.com. We thank you always f- for downloading and listening to this show and we appreciate it very much and you listeners have been absolutely fantastic because episode number 58 let's just say it was a hit and you listeners have really really supported us in a nice way and i appreciate it very 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 much and uh another reason why this show was uh, was a hit in episode number 58 well the forecaster was a part of that show and he has returned For back-to-back shows, we are here on episode number 59, and the forecaster is here. (laughs) He is here and ready to go. It is, again, July 16th, Friday, 2010. Well, we are going to talk about uh, a bucket load of things because there's been a lot of changes. And I mean a lot of changes. I mean, you talk about hope and change. Well, there's change. I don't know about hope, but there's change. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to talk about the draft. Of course, there was some crazy activity that night. We're going to talk about the free agency. We're going to talk about trades. We're going to talk about the Summer League. And then the fifth, to- fifth topic. Well, it's uh, well. we're going to save that for last because uh, it's kind of... Well, let's just say there's a kind of an interesting, alarming trend going on with the Timberwolves, with their approach, and uh, it's it's got us a little bit worried. It's gotten me and the forecaster a little bit worried. As he's nodding in agreement right now, as we—that's <laughs> the best way to describe it on radio because you can't see it. But <laughs> <laughs> well, let's uh, pretty much get things started here. The draft came, and uh, well, we were hoping for some types of. Some type of excitement. There was a little bit of tease by the New Jersey Nets that they might actually take Wesley Johnson, which would leave the Timberwolves Derek Favors, and unfortunately, that just did not happen, did it? No, <laughs> it just did not happen. And uh, back to kind of the boring approach. A little, just kind of. It, this is usually how drafts go. <laughs> it's usually how drafts go, is that they you get all these rumors and then none of them happen. Yeah, the, that third was was pretty empty, though. It, In a lot of ways, yeah. It's just, uh, e- either way, we're kind of getting a player that we want, I guess. Uh, David Kahn, though, the, the mystery on this whole thing is, because really when the draft, the conversation focuses on Johnson versus Cousins here with the fourth pick, and we're a little bit confused with the approach by the Timberwolves, even though, yes, Wesley Johnson fits a need, but... Did the Wolves take the best player with the fourth pick? No. It's just... Yeah, I mean, you're kind of left with that question right now and in the Summer League, which we'll get to later, but you can kind of talk about it a teeny bit here. We understand it's a Summer League, but DeMarcus Cousins, well... (laughs) His skill is... His skill is unmistakable. Uh, Dan Barrero, locally here of KFAN, pretty much was saying how the wolves are just he's just totally miffed by the wolves' approach. You're saying oh DeMarcus Cousins doesn't fit their system? Doesn't fit their style? Like what do you make of that?
1: I think he does, but it's like we're we're stuck with Darko. Because if we didn't promise him the minutes, he was gonna walk. And now that we committed to him, we can't bring a you know, a rookie in give him minutes that we promised a Darko, even though we know the rookie will be better.
0: Yeah. It's like they they kind of sold their soul to the Darko Milicic. Doesn't it seem that way? Yeah, yeah.
1: And, and they're saying because Darko's here, okay, we don't need Jefferson now. It's mm-hmm. kind of, I don't know.
0: It's a little mind-boggling. It's a little bit, just a little. Yeah, so, you know, we can kind of tie all this together, yeah, because there's so much going on, you know, all the free agency, but... First, obviously the draft, and it's just, though okay, granted, Cousins kind of does tie into Darko, of course. I mean, they're centers and all that. We even had a vision of a possible twin towers approach. Have signed Darko and keep and draft Cousins, but yeah, yeah.
1: But at the time, we still had uh, Jefferson and Love, and then we're thinking, okay, we can't really have, uh, excuse me, uh, you know, Cousins at power because there's not enough time, so we have to be a full-time center. But now that I mean, the front office knew that we're gonna we're going to be trading either Lover Jefferson. They should have just gotten you know Cousins. Even though Johnson was a better fit, because they convinced you've convinced me mm-hmm. that Darko, you know he's a he's a definite starter. Even though he hasn't proved anything, mm-hmm. right now they see glimpses of of uh, potential, but he. One thing he's proved is that he's not consistent at all. He'll play for the yeah. for the uh, big check, yeah, and
0: then just quit. That's the interesting part. That it's that's the that's the been the trend with with Darko Milicic because remember with uh, the Orlando Magic, he looked awfully good, and then uh, he was signed to a three year ditty or deal whatever you want to call it yeah. with the Memphis uh, Grizzlies. Three years, twenty-one million. Go to uh, a cool seven million a year, and then he pretty much fell asleep after that. And uh, you know, local media, Barrero again. He's kind of been the, he's been the guy who's really not not getting. You know, he's not getting fooled by the uh, the Wolves' approach at all. And uh, you know, he he may be even a little bit too harsh on certain things. That we'll get into later on with uh, Beasley, I would think. But uh, mm, uh, it's it, it's
1: strange. Yeah, looking back on that, yeah, we, we definitely should have taken uh, cousins.
0: Yeah, and I feel bad because I endorsed Wesley Johnson with the fourth pick on Facebook yeah, in a couple we, of days. Yeah, yeah, like we both did. Even it's like, oh, what the heck? Let's go for it. He, he fills a need. He might be good, and uh, we we were kind of also at the same time. Uh, reserved to the fact the wolves aren't going to take cousins anyway, so it's like okay, fine, we'll yeah. endorse the pick. Yeah, he didn't want to come here.
1: To uh, <clears throat> yeah, he didn't want to come here. Yeah, with that
0: whole practice thing, and yeah,
1: saying, "Well, you're gonna pick, you're not gonna pick me anyway," you know. <laughs> yeah, but still, it was like we're so convinced that Darko is like, why, "Why are you cousins when we have Darko?" You uh, know? Yeah. He just convinced me in that. Then I kind of moved on. Okay, well, the center spot is, is full with uh, the truth, Darker Mhm. And,
0: <laughs> and that's the new truth. You know, that's the new truth So we like to call Danilo Golinari in New York. We call him the truth, you know, for fun. Of course, Eddie Curry's the, the true truth. I mean, that guy's got some talent, right? Sorry about that, PMAC. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know as much as we do that, yeah. Well, Danilo has a chance to be good, but yeah, I'll leave that before I get in trouble with too much digressing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, it's just, yeah, we kind of sold our soul here to Darko Milicic, and you hope and pray that, that this will work out. We'll, yeah. Do you see it working out? Four years, 20 million, is, I'll just I, throw that
1: in. Yeah. I just hope
0: so, because <clears> if <throat> it doesn't,
1: we'll have to, every time we see, you know, the Kings play... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, we're, you know, whenever Cousins comes here, he's going to uh, show us that uh, that we made the wrong choice.
0: Yeah, it's it's like, and it'll be like insult to injury because, of course, remember what we all remember what happened last year. Tyreek Evans was absolutely the pick at number five, and then the freaking Kings took him. And you knew it, you foreshadowed it, you're like, Kings are going to screw up this draft for us, I just know it. And they did. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, could you imagine? Uh, if Tyreek, well, Tyreek is working out right now, obviously no guarantee, you never know. It's happened once in a while that a guy comes off great and flames out, but if uh, DeMarcus works out as well, oh, boy, that's going to hurt. Yeah. Oh, <clears throat> that is going to hurt.
1: That's going to hurt. It, it, it'll actually hurt more to me than the whole Roy for Foy. Because, <clears throat> excuse me. Cause we just passed them up completely. Yeah, this just reminds me of the uh, Roy for mm-hmm. trade. Um, yeah, because if uh, Johnson doesn't uh, work out, and then you see, you know, Cousins just dominant. As, as that, that's definitely gonna hurt.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be. Uh it's gonna be really really hard for us to swallow here in Minnesota. we've we've been through so much already, you know obviously the right for Foy and so many others that you know Flynn and Curry hell yeah, we could uh, <laughs> to prevent myself from digressing too much but yeah Flynn and and Curry yeah that one doesn't look good either it's just it seems like whenever one guy blows up and the other doesn't we always we always wind up with a short straw no no matter what <laughs> it's always it's just I don't know. Uh, I hate to say, woe is us, but it feels that way. Mm. So now, uh, do you have anything no, else to add? for?
1: Just at the time, I was comfortable with having uh, Johnson
0: mm-hmm.
1: with the whole, you know, the way I accepted it was saying, okay, well, he fits a knee.
0: Mm-hmm. We, yeah.
1: we need a small Ford. Yeah. But now that I look back on it, you know, I was definitely fooled. Mm-hmm. You fooled. were fooled, yeah. to say. <laughs> By the whole, you know, Darko is the truth, you know. Mm-hmm. He's uh, one of the best, you know, he's, he's a definite starter on the team. But mm-hmm. I don't think he is. He hasn't proven anything. He looked, he looked okay when he was here, but how long is that going to last after
0: he gets his, his uh, big check? That is the scary part, yeah, because, I mean, we both were, uh, we both felt comfortable with it. Just, uh, shucks, it's already been a... Man, it already has been about a month since the last show. We were pretty comfortable with it then, but, yeah, I mean, after sleeping on it the last month, and, again, I'm sorry, listeners, it's been that long, but um, we're starting to, yeah, we are starting to question this a bit, and yeah. the amount of money, too, is a, it's not even the amount, it's the the length, and the amount, I guess, yeah, and yeah, the and the, the for amount, me, shucks, the, I guess it is.
1: it's the commitment to them.
0: The commitment, yes.
1: Like, why are we so committed to them by saying, you know what, there's this great guy, DeMarcus Cousins, center, who probably is probably most likely is better than you. Mm -hmm. But since, you know, we don't want you running from us, you know, (laughs) we'll give you this huge contract and make it so there's no competition for your minutes.
0: Yeah, and remember how, yeah, yep, and and that whole deal, again, is because he only is going to be here if he's going to start. Yeah. Yep, so it's like he's demanding a starting position, for what reason again? You know. Yeah, like, and
1: preventing us from getting a definite, uh, I think, all
0: star. Yeah. By the way he, it's looking. He could become that. I mean, I mean, obviously, no guarantee, but he could. And of course, the center position is r- really, uh, what, what's the word I'm trying to, uh, the all star. The center position is really thin. There we go. That's a simple, but probably the best fitting word right now. Uh, the center position has vanished from the NBA. You know, there's no Patrick Ewing, no David Robinson, no in anymore. It's just, it's not even Shaq anymore. <laughs> um, Yao's, yeah, Yao, he's always hurt. Jeez, there's not many centers left. They're just power forward centers nowadays. Like, Amari. Yeah. Wow. So it's like, yeah, I mean, All Star at center is believable, sure. Shocks, I in mean, dart? No, I won't even go there. <laughs> God forbid, that'd be nice if that worked out, but we'll find out. So, yeah, the Wolves went into the draft, again, the first round with three picks. Of course, the first one was Wesley Johnson. The second one, the Wolves took Luke Babbitt, who could be a sharpshooter, and then immediately traded him to Portland. Again, another trade with Portland, which, you pray to God, this one works out. They do bring in Martell Webster. It was also looked on to be a nice shooter, but adds uh, certainly adds more athleticism to a team that uh, had maybe one or two players—I I guess two players—that for sure had athleticism last year on this team: Flynn and Brewer. Uh, Webster's added to the mix. Uh, do, you call, do you think this trade improves the team, or do you think we think we should have stuck with Babbitt? Or I hmm. think uh,
1: with Webster and Gomes. I think that was kind of a uh, lateral move. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't, too, yep. yeah. To be honest, I haven't seen Webster play that much, and during the draft, we're listening to a, a K fan. Yeah. Yep. Yep. me Lake. Yep. Yeah. They, they kind of had me convinced that Webster was that was a good deal. Mm-hmm. And but looking back and reading what uh, uh, the Blazers fans have to say, mm-hmm. I hear that he's uh, inconsistent. And I actually looked definitely. at his stats, and his three-point uh, shooting isn't all that great.
0: Mm-hmm. It it It's definitely a consistent thing, a consistency thing, I should say. And yeah, and yeah Barrero was talking about, he's he's like about 60th place in three-point shooting, so it's like, why are the Wolves talking about he's this lights-out shooter?
1: Yeah, yeah, I was convinced. <laughs> like, they had me convinced while I was listening to it. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. It's like, I want our team to be so good that any type of good news, I'll be convinced. Yeah, you know, so I'm just now stepping back and looking at it, like, wait a minute, you know, these these aren't good ch- good choices.
0: Yeah, and I do remember him torching torching us because Portland. Remember, uh, just I blew up out, just absolutely ranted every time we played Portland when I was you know, reviewing the games last year because it was some of the worst basketball ever. And yeah, I'm saying that with full sincerity. It was some of the mm-hmm. worst basketball ever. And uh, our perimeter defense is maybe the worst I've ever seen. And Martell certainly exploited it, but, yeah, that's the thing. Exploiting the Wolves' bad defense isn't necessarily as uh, difficult as uh, Boston or something. I mean, that that perimeter defense is a little another story there. And probably OKC, shucks, that perimeter defense is looking all right over there, too. Uh, But uh, Martell... It's kind of like you got to cross your fingers and hope for the best. I mean, I remember yeah. getting pissed off, thinking, how is this SOB hitting all these shots on us? And it's funny, here now he's here, so hopefully the SOB hits his shots here. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah, I mean, the athleticism, there is no question about that, believe it or not. And, uh, yeah, the Portland Trailblazers had so many athletes on their roster, they're kind of like, eh, we got this Martell guy, yes, and we'd like it more of a pure shooter than that rabbit guy, so... Yeah, here's you. We're gonna make you an offer. Yes, we'll even take Gomes' bad contract that we can void. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe it does count for the cap still, though. That's the weird part. Or so David Kahn, I believe, mentioned. That was kind of that was one of the weirdest contracts of all time, the Ryan Gomes one. But that, of course, part yeah. of the deal.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then the other trade, uh... the Booker. Yep, we'll take Booker twenty third, and. Trade down for was it thirtieth and thirty fifth, and there you go.
1: Yeah, and then uh,
0: uh, I'm not sure who was the Heat.
1: They got a better deal.
0: Oh, it was the it was Washington. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Washington. yeah. Yep. They got they got a better deal. Hooker for mm-hmm. a, a later pick. Yeah, they did get a few. Yes, they did. They <laughs> did. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they did get another pick. Uh, the Wolves. See, what's funny too, how they were making fun of. Uh, A lot of, you know, the commentators, and and we were too, because you trade down for the very last pick in the first round, it's the weakest player you can get that you still have to guarantee a contract to. And even better, now that 30th pick ended up being Lazar Hayward, who says all the right things, he does, and you read interesting articles in the Star Tribune on how he practiced his jump shot in the dark because that was his coach. It's a very unique way, and shucks, we've done that before, and we're not bad shooters, to be honest. <laughs> we've, we've shot a lot in the dark, and funny, our shots look better. But it's an interesting thought, but um, Lazar Hayward, ladies and gentlemen, projected to be the, the last pick in the NBA draft. Not the last pick in the first round, the last pick in the NBA draft. And in the NFL, they call that Mr. Irrelevant. <laughs> and yes, that's a real. Yeah. yeah. A lot of the NFL fans do know that um, the video was not that exciting. Booker looked like an athletic Craig Smith. And we know, yeah, Marcus, a yeah. 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 forecaster loves Craig Smith, loves him. Yeah, we <laughs>
1: definitely, I was, I was mad about that one. No, then I, I, was, I was just hoping that we would have taken Crawford.
0: Yeah, because that was the other thing. Jordan Crawford was available. You thought, okay, here we go. We're going to take Jordan Crawford at 23rd. Yeah. Okay, we trade it down. Yeah, yep. And it's like, ah. Uh, we always brag. That's a thing, too, that's got me scratching my head as I'm saying it right now. And you can see it. And <laughs> You can see me doing it. We brag and brag and brag about how many picks we have. Yeah, we trade down and trade him away and trade him down. And it's like, okay, what am I missing here? Is, uh, I didn't know trading, I didn't know being excited about picks meant trading down. It means trading up, right? Usually you want to trade up to get somebody you may have a strong opinion on. Yeah. So then we trade down and take a guy who's projected to be the worst uh, pick. I mean, yeah, he gets picked with the uh, final, final pick in the entire draft. Hmm. And guarantee him money. Regardless if he can shoot in the dark or not. I don't know. And he didn't even play in the Summer League game tonight that we watched on NBA TV. Didn't play. Not sure if it's an injury issue. We know Wesley Johnson's hurt. We'll get to that in a sec. I'm kind of getting ahead of myself. Um, I don't know. I mean, any other thoughts on Lazar? Lazar. No. The name's cool, but that's about it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. He says all the right things, and him and Wesley do talk about uh, how they want to be good defenders and all that stuff. That's good. We appreciate that because defense in Minnesota sounds like, uh, you know, that's about, that's about having oxygen to breathe. I mean, anybody that can even play defense a little bit is an improvement right now. It really is. Uh, yeah. yeah, the Wolves also take a Serbian with that 35th pick. Uh, they take a Brazilian a little later, and they take a, another Nadai guy. <laughs> I love that name. He was his pick was traded away in one of those deals. It gets confusing, but uh, overall the draft. Shoot, uh, letter grade. Do you, do you have a letter grade for the Wolves draft? See, see uh, I say D plus. D plus, yeah. That might be about where I'm going. About D plus, yeah. Uh yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll go with a D plus too. Can't quite say F, I guess, just because Johnson might end up being all right. But mm. I'm, I'm saying I don't mm.
1: really feel good about the Johnson because say it's D plus because I, it's like we got
0: forced, yeah, into
1: pick a Johnson even though we shouldn't have.
0: Mm-hmm. With yeah. the whole Darko thing. Yep, and and they kind of forced themselves and they just. They were so convinced that, uh, you know, screw Cousins. And, of course, we couldn't get favors because the Nets were just trying to maybe try to make us uh, get excited. Or, actually, no. It was, uh, they were hoping we wanted Johnson so bad that we would trade up, but luckily that wasn't the case.
1: <laughs> yeah, the grade can go up. It just depends on how Johnson, you know, performs. Mm-hmm.
0: It, it's all about it, it. this draft is Wesley Johnson or bust. Yeah. Because Lazar, it, well, he's the 30th pick. If he contributes, that's a plus. If he doesn't, well, you, uh, I, you passed on some nice, solid players with that 23rd pick, I think. Um, hard to say there. I mean, yeah, that's definitely D-plus range. Maybe D-minus. <laughs> yeah, if we could have gotten...
1: I, I feel way more comfortable if, yeah, again, like if we were have gotten Cousins... Yes. We could have mm-hmm. traded for Webster. He could have been the starting small forward. Mm-hmm. Or kept Or shooting know, guard, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Kept Babbitt.
0: Mm hmm. That's uh, if we didn't get Webster, yeah. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah, this, the, the draft should, should have went a whole lot better. Uh, fill the need with shooting guard, could have gotten Crawford. Um, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, we're still waiting for that. I mean, granted, yeah. Webster's, I guess, projected that right now. We'll see, though. Shucks the way Ellington's, yeah, fell foreshadowed, though, but I'll leave that there. <laughs> it's looking good. So far. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, any other thoughts on the draft? Um, no. So we'll wrap up the draft conversation. Okay, sorry about that, guys, over in Australia. <laughs> I had to do that. Um, we'll get into free agency right now. I guess we're due to, well... We don't, want, we don't need the show to be three hours long. And uh, due to probably too much coverage already to it, we are going to ignore the uh, the Miami Hydra uh, developments. That's the nickname I have for him because of Three-Headed Dragon. I'll just go to this point. Three-Headed Dragon. The H looks cool with heat. The font. And, uh, yep, Three-Headed Dragon. They breathe fire. Fire and heat kind of go together pretty good. And, yeah, there you go. The Miami Hydra. Uh... I'm, I'll am i just say this super-duper quick, really quick, before we get to free agency. Well, it is free agency, I guess. Uh, I'm impressed with the team, but not everybody else is, I guess. Uh, <laughs> probably too much coverage, too much uh, bandwagon. Granted, I guess you can kind of accuse me of that, but D. Wayne Wade is my favorite player for the last seven years, so that's about it. Probably nothing to add there. Hmm. Okay. Mm, Yep, yep, because I know you're pretty much fatigued with all that LeBron stuff. Yep, I think we all are. All right, well, free agency, Wolves-related. Darko, Pekovic, and should I say his name? (laughs) Ridnaur. Ridnaur, yes. um, The best part is Ramon Sessions is still on the roster. The same poker approach that Timberwolves took with (laughs) Al Jefferson... (laughs) Yeah. We can <laughs> lower this value. <laughs> what are we doing? See this? See now we were scratching our head a bit about the draft. Two point guards back to back last year, and uh, yeah, that was frustrating. This year it was even weirder and even more confusing because it's like, what the hell? But now when you go into the, the free agency period and the trades, um, it's like you want to play poker, you want to call someone's bluff because you only have like an eight of, you have like maybe two pairs or something, right? You know, not that I know much about poker, but I know that much. Maybe you have two pairs of eight or something, or, or no, what am I saying? Two eights and two sevens or something. Yeah, that's your hand. So what are we going to do? Instead of trying to call someone's bluff and make them think we have a really good hand, so they give up and fold, we go, now we have two pairs of eights right here, now, if um, the Miami Heat, no, <laughs> Utah Jazz, or whoever would like Al Jefferson, now, you, we have two eights and two sevens. If you happen to have two aces, we're just going to fold and give you Al for that price. Um, because we just want to uh, uh, approach this in a, in a very open way. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the way the Timberwolves play poker, I guess. I love the open approach. Chucks, word, media. You could call us media, alternative media, but we're media. We love it. It's material, and we're having fun with it. But as Wolves fans, we're not having fun because yeah. we're... Wow.
1: This con just talks way too much.
0: Mm-hmm. Way uh, too much. Oh, it's just getting weird, isn't it? So the whole free agency and trades, we're just going to merge these two topics together because they're one and the same. So... Uh, The only way Sessions will have any
1: type of value is if multiple teams want them. Yep. And they're
0: competing amongst themselves. And we hope and pray that's happening, but one of the teams in competition... Okay, now I'm starting to talk like David Kahn because I get in character and I can't get out of character. (laughs) I'm like obsessive actor here. Uh, One of the teams that would have been in competition for Ramon Sessions signed Sean Livingston. Yeah, that well, would be the Bobcats. We should have gets. signed. I believe we should have signed In, instead of um, instead right of the the
1: New Hope, Luke. The yeah. New Hope.
0: Yeah, there he is.
1: He's the New Hope. Yeah, because if we would have gotten uh, Livingston, we could have said, "Okay, now we'll put Livingston at uh, point guard. Put a uh, uh, Flynn at shooting guard, or
0: Livingston you know, like at the, guard. the yeah. three guard. You know, kind of be a." Like, you know, the, uh, you know, the, the microwave run.
1: off the bench, yep. Yeah, a little test run for the... Uh, Jet Terry, yep. For um, Rubio, when well, Rubio gets here, if mm-hmm. he comes here.
0: If, yeah, we're still... The Timberwolves have the opinion and the approach here that this is all about Rubio. That's why you trade Al Jefferson, yeah. supposedly, because you don't want that in-and-out game. You want the supposed running game that we saw only on turnovers last year. Only when we created turnovers. That's the only time we saw any breaks, but uh, I suppose that's when they happen more often. But mm, We'll see. I mean, I really hope the offense does open up, and uh, that's the whole opinion here. It's all about Rubio, yet... Yeah. We still... that That's still... The jury's beyond still out on Rubio. Beyond. Yeah, and there's no guarantee that when he comes
1: here, anything's. We're not going to become a championship team once he gets here.
0: Mm-hmm. There's no guarantee of any kind... at at all. Um, And of course I don't know why I pressed that but there we go. (laughs) Of of course uh, we keep Kevin, yeah, we keep Kevin Love and trade L. Jefferson, you trade away a nice low post presence. The guy who's just starting to get healthy. See, not only was his trade value probably at an all-time low, other than when he was a rookie, unproven rookie, because of the injury and the not so great season last year, you trade him away now and you show your hand that you're gonna trade him. It's just double whammy. I don't know if there's a triple whammy somewhere in there. Oh my god.
1: Yeah, it's just too <clears throat> much. We we fully commit to Darko, who it's all about Darko. Who, yeah, yeah, who's saying he's gonna leave <laughs> if we don't, you know, give in to his demands.
0: Mm-hmm. He stays here. Yeah.
1: Because he stays here, and because the way Khan uh, has this this man crush on him.
0: He does, and and Rambis does too, apparently.
1: Yeah, we pass on the uh, best option, uh, Cousins,
0: mm-hmm.
1: to get a guy who uh, will fit a need. Yeah. Then we go ahead and draft more uh, small forwards. Mm-hmm. It's just. And then mm. we say, okay, well, since we have Darko here, uh, Jefferson, you don't fit our team. We're going to trade you. Yeah. And then, during all this, we still hear about how we just love Rubio. And when Rubio gets here, he's going to save us. He's, he's our hope. He's our he's hope. He's going to be our savior when he gets here. He's the Lord. And what is <laughs> Flynn supposed to think during all this? Yeah,
0: it's it's you know, not it's not a, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and talk Yeah, when
1: we, when we drew out to Flynn, Kyle was saying how, you know, uh, his personality is going to be the team leader. You know, it's going to be great. They can play together, you know. It's just, it's. I don't know. If I, I wouldn't know how to feel about it if I was Flynn, because you're constantly reminded that, you know, you, you're you're expendable.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, it's like Shucks. when you play NBA 2K, whatever, like 2K11, 2K10, you put the status. You you're replaceable. they the what is like what does their morale do? Yeah, it worsens. Just you know, and obviously, that's the realistic part. Um, yeah, Flynn is expendable, uh, according to the general manager. Well, I don't know. why I don't like calling him that. He's president of Bass Hill Operations. That's his official thing. Everybody likes to call him general manager, which is technically a lower position. But I'm being too technical here. Uh, I. This is what he's. You know. Yeah, the whole thing. I see. He talks too much. Yeah. Yes, he does because the whole approach is. This guy's expendable, this guy's expendable, this guy's expendable. He's only the fourth best player on a good team. He's yeah. not even the He's not even the fourth best player on a team. You know, yeah. we're trading him tomorrow. Oh, but I guess we'll keep him for a couple months, though, just to evaluate him, you know.
1: Yeah, and the guy who mm-hmm. hasn't proven anything
0: <laughs> is, is a definite starter. Yeah. It's, what the hell? It's like, we know centers are a rare commodity, especially senators that, like, senators, wow. Yeah, senators are a rare commodity, too. <laughs> Senators that uh, exist and aren't robots for something called the bank. Uh, okay, we'll leave that for another day, another show. We know centers, centers, I'm finally saying it right, are a rare commodity, but <laughs> that was bad. But we know that uh, Darko has not proven himself, yet you have a 21, <laughs> that's what I'm pointing right at his name just looking at it, 21, 22, 23 points a game player, with, yeah. with post moves. You, you you talk about rare commodity. There's about three guys in the league that have post moves at Al Jefferson's level. There uh, there are so few. Yeah. And if this Hakeem Olajuwon deal with him and Hakeem, who I've compared Al's post moves to since I've seen him play, along you know along with a little bit of Duncan too, you know with the up and under, it's been it's been crazy. Yeah, and I just. Yeah, we're basically giving away for, for nothing. Mhm. So now that you know Al is gone and all that, well, the Wolves, of course, remember how I talked about the Miami Hydra, <laughs> the Miami Hydra, and LeBron James is Darth Hydra. Um, wait, let me bring up one more thing. Okay. About mm-hmm. Flynn, because I I actually like Flynn. Yeah.
1: I think in the in the right system, mm-hmm. he'll uh. He could have been a, a lot better than he is now, and I know. There's no guys in a draft who are thinking about playing for the triangle.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? And yeah. during during that draft, you know, unless you're going to the Lakers, you're thinking, okay, I can now have to learn a triangle. But Flynn comes here, and he <laughs> last thing he's thinking about is playing in a triangle. Yeah, that's and then, the last thing. Yeah. yeah, and then here here comes uh, Kurt, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden – it's like, okay, we said you're, you're going to be the uh, face of the team. you want going to be the team leader. And I had to learn a triangle.
0: Yeah. And. That's not his, yeah. Yeah, Robbins
1: even said it's going to take a couple of years. Yeah. So it's, it's like, okay, he's not he's not for the triangle. Yeah. If anyone was for a triangle, it was. uh Yeah, the perfect one for the uh, for triangle would have been Lawson. Since uh, Rambus wasn't here It's kind of like Okay we tell Flynn He's going to be (laughs) face Here comes Kurt With the triangle You Mm -hmm. know It's going to take a couple years He's not for the triangle Mm -hmm. And in the meantime He has to learn the triangle Mm -hmm. And You know Every so often He has to hear Oh yeah We can't wait until uh, Until Rubio gets here I mean You're like Why even try Yeah Yeah Yeah, I don't, that's how, and we keep hearing about how Kurt, when guys leave, we send them to where they want to go, they're not on our team anymore. Yeah. And the guys who are on our team are getting talked about. So yeah, definitely the morale has to be low, and the chemistry, I'm I'm not sure about the chemistry, because if anything, they're all getting together talking about Kurt.
0: (laughs) You you, know, you hope not, but it's possible. Yeah. You know, Kevin Love was was wasn't happy, and uh, Flynn. Well, since since we're on the subject, real quick, and obviously, you know, this is the way it goes. We're on the subject. Well, f- did Flynn and uh, did Flynn and Rambis get along real well last year? <laughs> remember, remember what he told Rambis a couple of times later in the year when he got pulled out of the game. Oh yeah, yeah. He dropped a four-letter word that starts with a F, and the three-letter word that's well, it's you. And uh, he said it multiple times when he was pulled out for Ramon Sessions, who of course will not be back on this team. The question is, well, will we get a second round pick for Ramon, and maybe for? Uh, I don't even, I won't even go there. But uh, well, yeah, we can.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I swore that they're will be fighting for a starting position.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But now we're getting uh, Luke, Luke Riddler. Yep, yeah, yeah. Uh, the new hope is is here. Yeah, and I really don't see the point in signing
0: him for uh, four years. And the exact, the exact contract is Ramon Sessions. That's the yeah. funny part. Yeah. Exact. Four years, $16 million. Exact, exact, exact. Yes, yeah, so what's, what's <laughs> the
1: point? You know, and yeah. some people are saying, okay, when Luke gets here, you know, he'll give uh, Flynn some pointers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But do you want to sign a guy for that, to do that? Did, did Luke come into the NBA to, to become a teacher?
0: It, you wonder, I mean, he certainly wasn't, I mean, all the first eight years or so of his career, maybe a little bit last year with uh, Brandon Jennings, and that's good and all, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to translate to Johnny Flynn. Yeah. Brandon Jennings and Flynn are two different people, two different offense. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know what people
1: expect Renard to do, just sit there and tell Johnny Flynn, okay, what you got to do is, you know, this and that, give him pointers. If anything, that's what Reggie Thea should be doing.
0: Yeah, I mean, he he was a superstar point guard for the yeah. uh, the Bulls. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, he was the real deal, Reggie Theus. I mean, Luke Luke Ridnar, I, I, I'll I be honest, I like him more than Ramon Sessions. Yeah. It's just, the, I mean, it's kind of like how can you not in a way. I mean, he actually can hit a shot once in a while. Sessions, I don't think he's capable of hitting a shot. I really don't, honest. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Luke is a more of a true point guard. Sessions... I don't even know. I, To be honest, I'm beginning to wonder how he even put up those numbers in Milwaukee, to be honest. I don't even know how. I guess it's because he played us in one of those games. But yeah, that's all <laughs> <nice thing. laughs> <laughs> I Yeah, I mean, he had a 44-point game somewhere in there. Luckily, I don't think that one was against us. I probably would have remembered it a little bit deeper, but I don't know. I don't know how it happened. It just did, I guess. Maybe we were a little too jaded. Um, I like Luke. I think he's an upgrade. It's just funny, though. How we were kind of miffed last year. You got Rubio and Flynn. Since we're still on the point guard, title. we could talk about the point guards for 15 years with yeah. this team. But uh, yeah, you signed him for the four year deal, and we were miffed a bit because yeah, Rubio is kind of the focus here. But you're signing Sessions to four years, four years, and you already have Flynn. I, I mean, know you got to have somebody, but still, four years. How about three or two, maybe?
1: <laughs> yeah, and what's that uh, saying to Flynn? Yeah, or oh, you're definitely same. gone. Yeah. And by the time Ridnar's contract is up, you you're you can just walk. Mm-hmm.
0: That or you, that whole shooting guard thing is a bunch of
1: horse. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's
0: six. He's six foot. I mean, he's six foot tall, and his defense, his pick and roll defense, is isn't bad. It's it's really bad. <laughs> um, so, the, but the funny part too, the point you know that I'm kind of trying to add in also, yeah, the four year sixteen million. So you start it over with Luke Ridnar? you start another one. It's just like, what were they thinking? (laughs) Yeah, it is like that. And I'm sorry, angry video game nerd level there. But, yeah. Oh, and by the way, the Wolves signed uh, Nikola Pekovic. First overall pick in the second round. (laughs) The year we got Kevin Love, that would be the 08 draft. The reason why he slipped to the second round was because uh, they they didn't want to have to guarantee him a deal when he's going to be stuck in you're up for two years at least, and uh, well, he's he's a wolf now. Three years, thirteen million. Actually, was that mm-hmm. finalized? Yeah. Um. Yeah, actually, I, I guess technically it might not be because of the all the confusion with the draft, but
1: yeah, I think it was might agreed actually,
0: upon. An... It was agreed upon, though. Yeah, but I think he actually might be there for another year because
1: mm. they're willing to give him ten million American.
0: Hmm. It's like that one might be still floating out there, but my, my, I do believe he is. He is signed. It's just not announced yet. Yeah. It's confusing as that is, but uh, I guess that's one of those things we'll have to get back to. I guess <laughs> it's weird, yeah. but the, the one I am, I am the signing. I am happy with is uh mm-hmm. busy, the the trade. Yes, yeah. See, we got involved with the Miami Hydra deal because, yep. Yeah, who would have thunk? I mean, we were a part of the whole LeBron, D. Wayne Wade, Chris Bosch, Miami Hydra, because the Timberwolves acquired Michael Beasley from the Miami Heat. Second round pick, just two years, second round. Second overall pick for two second rounders. That's where that came wrong. Two second rounders. It was originally going to be a second rounder and a first round swap, which is the most unique thing. I've I've never heard that before, but it's it's you know, it makes sense to me. A first-round swap is, well, let's just say Minnesota had the 14th pick and Miami had the 30th. Well, within a seven-year period, the Wolves would have the option to choose what year to do it in the seven-year period until it's too late. Then Miami would be able to force it after the seventh year. Uh, say we have the 14th and Miami's the 30th, well, plump, swap. Miami has the 14th and we have the 30th. But uh,
1: Yeah, I'm sure you meant the whole... The details of the swap make sense,
0: not yeah. the fact that we actually would want their mm-hmm. first
1: round <laughs> pick yeah, versus no. ours. No,
0: it, it, it's a swap because it's kind of a way for Miami mm. to get something. But nope, it's now two second rounders, one in 2011 and the other in 2014. Yeah. So that's uh, that's not bad considering the talent level Michael Beasley does have. Yeah, definitely. It, mm-hmm. it, it's the maturity level now that we got to worry about.
1: Yeah, even though I know uh the rest of the GMs are mad that we actually helped that team by mm-hmm. like getting Beasley, but it's not like we're gonna, you know, step into the championship anyway. Yeah, it's gonna be. to the final so
0: <laughs> No, we're not. Not not for a while. Yeah. And uh they had to make room just the whole Beasley thing obviously needed cap room to get any type of piece around the the Hydra. Um, the big three headed dragon there. They had to get some pieces around them, and Mike Miller's one of them. Udonis Haslam is re-signed with Miami, so yes, we're talking about Miami because we did get involved. So, yeah, There's your Miami Heat talk. You uh, might have done <laughs> the
1: rest of the uh, league a favor because I doubt that Miller's gonna uh, be
0: playing all the all, you know every game. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, guaranteed. Yeah, Mike Miller, Mike Miller, Mike Miller. I can't, I can't. every oh my god, oh oh, I just wanted to. I, how many times did you just want to grab him and rip his hair out? <laughs> is that too harsh, or is that or is that too nice? What do you think? I mean, that.
1: <laughs> I thought he even shoots uh, a three pointer. I hate it. I. Uh, I'm sure he'll be open, but I don't think he's going to shoot anything.
0: Yeah. Is it okay if I say this? I hate him. I hate Mike Miller. Hate him because all he simply had to do. When the ball caught into his hand and he's open on the three-point line, he would shoot the ball, and he just put it on the floor. And, uh, yeah, I know. Now I'm going to start ranting because that name got brought up. I, I just, oh, I okay. can't.
1: Yeah, Beasley was a good grab for, for us.
0: Beasley was a good grab. Yep, thanks for getting me off that. Oof. Yeah, because I kind of kept going and, and got you know really thing? naughty. Yep. It's now like,
1: and I was excited <laughs> about hearing this, that Beasley said he's he's more comfortable at a, excuse me, at the three.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a very interesting thought because maybe you could shut Kevin Love up and okay, fine, start you son of a gun. Yeah, that's
1: another thing with this team. It's with the Darko, with the Flynn, and Love. Yeah, getting rid of Jefferson, who wanted to be here. Yeah, who came back early oh, from I his injury that. to play for us. Mm-hmm. And then during that during the season, you had Kevin Love crying. Mm-hmm. Saying so he doesn't want to be a six man. Yep. And now he's crying about, Well, I want to be a starter. Yeah. It's kind of like only thing that made it better was the fact that B Z said he's better at small forward. Mm-hmm. But Especially we,
0: defensively, yeah.
1: But what do we use our uh our fourth pick on? Yeah. A small forward.
0: Yeah, that's the other thing, yep. So it's like there's some decisions that need to be made here. This yeah. is, and it's like we're getting we're it's funny to even say this because I love Scouring real GM and other sites like that for what did the wolves do? What, what did they, I mean? Did the wolves do something today? Oh man, you know we we love trades and change, yeah. but this team has done it too much. Yet at the same time, it looks like they almost. It's funny they it's, it's like they traded the wrong people in a way. I mean, yeah. especially Al versus Love. I, I really think that.
1: I think we drafted the wrong people and we traded the wrong people. Mm-hmm. I think we still could have came away with with the heat, with the position that the Heat were in. Mm-hmm. I think that. Saying okay, we want Beasley that could have been thought about during the draft, so we could have said yeah. okay, get Cousins, Cousins Darko, oh, hmm. Jefferson, Love, Beasley, and we could have still traded and gotten a Webster,
0: yeah, that would have still happened, yeah, yeah, and and we would have almost if we had Al if we were going to keep Al and, and drive Cousins, yeah, 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 that that Webster thing probably pretty much had to happen then. That athletic two guard. Yeah, I would have been fine with
1: that and then have gotten, uh, and then drafted Crawford for shooting guard.
0: That would have been awesome. Or yeah. just let, uh, you know, Brewer, about
1: it. Brewer and Ellington go for it.
0: Mm-hmm. Ooh, Ellington. Woof. Is he looking good in Summer League? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, yeah, and then have, not have uh, signed mm. a heck of it. Yeah, because as you were saying, he looked like he's he's just not looking so good. Yeah, I mean, the video of him I, he, s- I saw recently, he just looked out of shape. It's
1: I don't know. He he, he hasn't proven anything here, so why give a guy that much money?
0: Yeah, guaranteed up thirteen million. Yeah,
1: and we could have we could just sign a. a uh, actually, we could have just sat on Jefferson and waited if that's really what we wanted to do until the deadline. Mm-hmm. And I know some people are saying, okay, what if he gets injured?" It it looked like he was healthy towards yeah. the end of the season. So I, you know, what's who's to say that you know uh, Webster's
0: cycle getting injured? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, people get hurt. Yeah, yeah, Kevin Love broke his hand. Yeah, so it's like, oh, Kevin Love might get hurt. We, you know, you know, that's kind of how they yeah. approach. Yeah, that's silly. Some people, I mean, some people out there that post on message boards, and I'm, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to offend anybody, but it's like, uh, what are you watching? You know? Yeah. I, and here we go. Yep. Uh, <laughs> shall we get into the, get into that conspiracy talk or the uh, little bit of brief summer league talk? What do you think? Oh, uh, conspiracy. Summer, are you ready think to conspire? We co- pretty much
1: the summer league.
0: All right. Oh, and then after the conspiracy, we'll get to some of your uh, Facebook. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to the Facebook stuff, too, after that, because we like to usually close with that, too. Involve you guys on here. Brent Jacobson and Nigel Southern. You guys are awesome. Just Actually, for Summer LA.
1: League, there's really not much talk about seeing us. how the guys were interested in seeing are in playing. Except mm-hmm. for uh, Ellington. Wayne tonight. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: it. Yeah. And he looked like Kobe. But everybody else knows. <laughs> he did, you know. But, I mean, yeah. obviously, it's Summer League. And uh, we'll say this real quick. The guys, uh, he is a good He's a good basketball player, and when yeah. Hollinger called him a bust at the 28th pick, I just... Again, what are you watching? Are you watching the same thing? I mean, are you watching the game, or do you understand the object of the game of basketball? I mean, the, I didn't know making shots dry and uh, being able to penetrate at his level and a high basketball IQ makes you a bust. I, I just didn't know that, especially with a 28th pick. I mean, guys usually 15th to thirty. Are it's a fifty-fifty man that they're gonna really make it at all, and twenty-eighth pick, if Wayne Ellington could be a eight to twelve points a game player, hey, that's not a bust at the twenty-eighth pick. It's just not. Yeah. And uh, I really like him a lot. And anything else you want to say about Wayne? No, I feel the same way. I feel yeah. The same way. Mm-hmm. So here's our conspiracy before we get to your uh, Facebook group, so I'm sorry I didn't mention this earlier, so no, we have not forgotten about you guys, we'll get to that uh, as we get our conspiracy talk out of here, okay, now with the acquisition of Michael Beasley and of course trading Al Jefferson, now we didn't even, I'll say this really quick about Al Jefferson, yeah, we traded him away, did not get a warm body in return because the Timberwolves acquired a $13 million trade exception, which is usable one year after up to one year after the uh, b- the Bulls acquired Carlos Boozer for Utah in that S and T you know sign and trade deal, so it's retroactive to one year. You can use the thirteen million to acquire a thirteen million dollar contract in return, be it you know whoever Andrea Goodala, I'm just throwing that name. Of course, that's Carmelo. Not hopefully, <laughs> yeah, Carmelo. Yeah, I mean somebody with a thirteen million dollar value, and maybe you throw in other pieces to equal a higher value, but. And when it if you don't use it in the 13 million, or 13 million, if you don't use it in that 12 month calendar, it's gone. Sure, you save cap space, and that's again tying into our conspiracy. Uh, you also get, we all, the Timberwolves also got two protected, lottery protected first rounders from the Utah Jazz. Al Jefferson very excited on Utah. Perfect fit, I think. Um, they replaced Boozer in a nice way. I think Utah does not take a step back in that move. Um, Anything you know. want to add on that? No?
1: That whole protected is, we'll give them Al. Yeah. You would think that it wouldn't be protected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, I don't know, I think yeah, we just dumped Al. That's that's all that trade was good for.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what they wanted to do was dump salary. And, of course, you can use the $13 million for something else, for somebody that wants to dump salary during possibly, most likely, the fall, a lot of figures are pointing towards the trade deadline next February. So, we'll definitely stay tuned there. <coughs> so now, that we've got that out of the way, of course. Yep, the two first-rounders protected lottery from the Jazz, as I already mentioned. So, who's the highest-paid player on the Timberwolves? Michael Beasley. Michael Beasley in his rookie contract, and because his rookie contract is fairly high, being the number two overall pick in 2010. 2010, 2008, Sorry. Is there a conspiracy in the works? Because uh, you know, a lot of the salaries being cut, and I mean, it's being cut hardcore. Yeah, no, no. A lot of people are are,
1: are happy about it. Hmm? A lot, a lot of people are happy about it. You know, and because might you never you know? No, might let us get a Carmelo or another
0: superstar. And that's the good part. You hope and pray that that has something to do with it, because the cap space, I believe. The number is around $18 million. It's cheap. That's, cheap. That's cheap. That's cheap. That's cheap. But the other thing is, though, and of course it's a conspiracy, doesn't necessarily mean it is uh, fact, but we're a little worried here because when teams cut salaries to this level and. It's a low price. And the owner suddenly disappears, and David Kahn is known to be a quote unquote cap expert. Yet yeah, these these moves have been so bizarre, but the cap part is kind of uh, you wonder why you'd want a cap expert here. Could it be? Could it be this team could be for sale at some point, and the question could become, who's going to buy the team? Yeah, that is a real question here. We're wondering. I mean, again, nothing is eminent. We're just bringing this question up here. The last time the Timberwolves were uh, sold (laughs) in 94, they almost moved to New Orleans, folks, until the NBA blocked it. And Glenn Taylor was, quote-unquote, the knight in shining armor. Well, Glenn Taylor lost over $20 bucks each of the last couple years here. $20 million. Now, of course, cutting salary again. Yeah, you're trying to probably save your ass at this point. That might be all that's going on for the time being, and of course, you you know you're, you're trying to save up for potential uh, another big pick coming in, or big pick, a big uh, free agent coming in, or, or uh, sign and trade, or whatever uh, trade exception that is. Now you, we hope and pray to God that's what's going on. Yeah, but is it? Yeah, you
1: would think <laughs> that with with Al, yeah. you would think that with El, you would do a, uh, a sign and trade.
0: Yeah, that's what we thought was going to happen, right?
1: Yeah. But, yeah, it's like, where's Taylor been? I haven't I haven't seen him. Mm-hmm. You see, he would, you would think he would uh, address the fans or something. But it seems like, yeah, we're at a bargain price for now, the team. Mm-hmm.
0: You do wonder what could really be going on. Uh, Red McCombs cut celery like crazy. There was always... Rumors about him moving the team to possibly San Antonio and eventually Los Angeles, um, and uh, yeah, your uh, your uh, your uncle did bring up the possibility. Hey, you know this might be the best thing for the team. Not that we agree with that, <laughs> yeah. but it's like you know the whole change of scenery bit. Yeah, it's oh, kind of like if oh, I was uh,
1: if I was looking to buy a team, I, I would buy this team.
0: Yeah, I mean. It's so high. Yeah,
1: cheap price. A lot of uh mediocre players mm-hmm. that I can trade if I want to, just like uh the Warriors. Yeah. You no, know, they're pretty cheap. I come in and make some moves if I want to. Mm-hmm. And, I mean it's, a, it's at a low price right now.
0: Yeah, and the Warriors the Warriors were bought for four hundred fifty million, yeah, this past week. Um and here's the other you know, and yeah, like we're saying, if they're uh, if they're for sale where would the new owner be from? Where would the new um, owner be from? <laughs> yeah, another thing I thought of. Uh, Uh-oh, yep, I saw that look in your eye. Kind of scary looking.
1: Yeah, the... <laughs> like, uh, what's our oh. what's longest contract? The longest
0: one? Oh, man. I, uh... Oh, God. Darko? That's a four-year. Uh, is a four-year. Beasley's got two years left. And I'm saying that's all off the top of my head, folks, because I'm a pretty crazy fan yeah, that's, a, I believe, four years in. Yeah, there's not much tied up. Not so at if all. You're to
1: buy the team, wait four years.
0: <laughs> Something's going to explode, yep. Yeah, or maybe you every, get something. Or you get nothing, I mean. It's going to be very interesting. It's going to be very interesting. So now that uh, we got the conspiracy talk out of the way for the time being... We are going to uh, move on to the Facebook groups. Uh, yeah, no break tonight. We just kind of went went through with the flow tonight. Uh, Felt comfortable with it. Yeah. I'll try to get a little closer. Uh, but then uh, <laughs> we're going to get to the Facebook talks now. Uh, we're not going to get to every single thing because some of it kind of was uh, conversations about stuff that may or may not happen and then, you know, the draft and all that stuff. Uh, if I did the show earlier, I would have probably gotten more on here. Mm, I didn't even get to that one topic too, where Rick Camilla compared David Kahn to Isaiah Thomas. That was quite interesting. Yeah, well we'll find out how that goes. The only difference is Khan isn't exactly putting us a hundred million over the cap, so we'll just leave it there. <laughs> um I mentioned the Luke Ridnour uh that the Wolves have met with Luke Ridnour. Nigel Sar Southern commented at the time. I think lots of people make things up. Joey, rumors are 90% wrong and 10% ridiculous. I guess we're in the 10% ridiculous on that one. Yeah, it really did happen. uh, Wolves play their hand before the trade sessions. Good job there. So now we get to the Beasley thing. I found a really cool article, bleachreport.com. It's about Michael Beasley, several pages long. Very interesting. I know you read it and uh, liked it. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, Nigel Southern commented on this. Of course, I'll see Wolf. I I could call him either way. His comment is, Joey, this article makes me realize how better he was than I even thought, or than even I thought. The Wolves better keep B easily and better give him room. I'm not sure yet whether the final roster will look like, or what the final roster will look like, excuse me, getting late here, and who will start, but I'm very enthusiastic about this team, much more so than last year. Um, Brent Jacobson, all the comments. If Beasley wakes up and realizes that just because he was the number two pick in the 2008 draft doesn't mean anything is guaranteed, he needs to play like he wants to stick long term. Uh, that's pretty much the bit there. Uh, I'm excited, like like Nigel said, and uh, yeah, at the same time, like Brent said as well, that means he does. I mean, Beasley needs to grow up, and he could be that exciting piece for the Wolves.
1: I mean, yeah, I'm not sure if he. Such producing it'll be to say he's gonna be here long term. He's if anything he might if he doesn't want to be here it'll be to play for a contract.
0: Yeah, and and, and that's the thing. I mean, he, it's kind of both here. Um, it could go either way with Beasley. Uh, he's gonna to have to play for a contract either way, and at the same time we hope it's here. Yeah. Um,
1: Unless we're winning, no one's gonna play here in mm-hmm. hopes play well here and hopes to stay here. Yeah, they're going to want to be moved. or are going, to, you know, thinking about uh, going to free agency. Mm-hmm. It's mm.
0: you just hope and pray we can convince people. Yeah, we convinced Darko sort of after we met his demands, but yeah, we <laughs> <gotta> mean, <listen. laughs> that's the worst part. Uh, Nigel commenting about Big L. Big L. Yep, that we talked about. He's gone for trade exception. Yep. Also mentioning a possibility of a Brewer trade. Very interesting there. Um, Yeah, I commented how I love Al. He's one of my all-time favorites, Akeem Olajuwon. I also call Nigel Southern the best because, yeah, I mean, he is. He's been just a fantastic contributor to the show. And uh, happy with Thanks, Joey. You do a great job, and I'm happy to contribute as much as I can from the other side of the world because Nigel's from Australia. His comment is, I think this is a fair sacrifice for cap space as long as we don't waste it. Now we need to be patient and strike for the best player we can, be it over the summer, or at the trade deadline next February. And yeah, I'm leaning towards the latter there. Um, maybe Iggy. Amazing thing is that even some of the ESPN guys have praised Khan for this, so it must be fantastic.
1: Mm. <clears throat> I'm, I've never heard anything good
0: about that move. No, I, yeah, I'm kind of trying not to be negative, about... I, I mean, I, yeah, I'm, I'm trying not to. From the I'm way everyone else on, is getting,
1: yeah. from the way everyone else is getting overpaid, I think. Yeah, he was reasonable. Yeah, was a, he, he's a steal, especially since
0: hmm.
1: he, you know, was just coming off the injury.
0: Yeah,
1: and wasn't 100. percent So mm-hmm. I think the price they got for him, that's that's a steal.
0: Yeah, and that was when we got him from Boston. We signed him to 65 million. That's Wally Zerbiak money. While he was overpaid, but yeah, Al isn't. I I don't think Al is And obviously, no, Nigel's not saying he's overpaid. It's just ESPN saying it's like a fantastic move. I'm not sure I agree with them all the way. You know, I could tell Nigel's not all the way convinced either, so he's like, so it must be fantastic. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we'll we'll see. I hope it works out. It's obviously incomplete because we don't know how it's going to, who we're going to get with that 13 billy. So the final thing of the day... I comment about how we had a fantastic show and all that good stuff, or fantastic uh, response to episode 58. The, uh, you know, four figures, when it was usually well low, three-figure level. (laughs) Knight's comment is a huge well done, Joey. The podcast is well worth a listen. Hopefully your numbers continue to grow, and I appreciate that very much. And uh, I hope it's well worth a listen to you guys out there, and I'm I'm guessing the numbers are, are doing pretty good for this one as well as uh, as I'm talking right now. and I'm just uh, very excited hear, as you're listening to me talk, that is. I'm very excited and I appreciate all of you out there. Um, thanks again for sticking with us and again, the forecaster returning. Hopefully we can have them much, 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 much more. This is just fantastic. I mean, I love having you on. I don't
1: know. K-Fan offered me a little Two offered,
0: so. <laughs> They offered about a hundred grand a year, so I'm, I'm screwed. No, I'm. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe, maybe someday. Hope, hopefully. Um, yeah, I've enjoyed this very much, and it uh, looks like you listeners have a, are agreeing resoundingly at this point in time, and uh, I appreciate it. Uh, so we're going to want you to please call our phone lines: 209-736-7877. 209-736-7877. They're the sportstuff.com voicemail. Do treat it as such. Mention you're calling in for Timberwolves Explosion and uh, leave your name in town in Opine. Also, the sportsstuff.com forward slash boards. Do go there. Uh, also, on the front page of the website, you can click on the button that says TSS Boards. Do join the message boards on the sportsstuff.com. We'd love to have you on there. We can conversate on there. And, of course, the Facebook page, Just simply simply type in Timberwolves Explosion and Minnesota Timberwolves. Just going to type that in in the search bar. Do join it. We appreciate it very much. And also, the Twitter account. It is twitter.com forward slash Wolves Explosion. So please do follow that. That Twitter has got me very excited. Uh, There's some pretty cool people following that Twitter. And I appreciate you guys out there if you're listening. So, uh, again, that's uh, fantastic. That's how I have found Brent, or Brent found me, I guess you could say. Appreciate that very much, Brent. Uh, and I appreciate you guys listening. We're going to keep keep going with the show. I wish I got it out a little sooner, but we managed to get it together and uh, had our big-time co-host back. It was uh, It was awesome. So thanks again, guys. We'll be back soon for episode number 60.